Hello, it is that time of the week, the Sunday night rant and delivering it from my favourite place, my home in self-isolation by choice, not by government guidance. Hey Jason, hey Alex, how you going? Let's get this audience to build up. It is Sunday Night Ranch, Shane Beaumont. How are you, my friend from Perth, which is now 5.30, not 8.30. So let's get this audience to build up. And we've got a great rant on tonight where I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how to survive and thrive in a time of uncertainty and crisis. And I will say that in my life, and I'm 52 years of age, I have never been anything through what has been thrown in the last one week. So there's a few reactions from people. Hey, Dan, hi to everyone that's coming in. Hello, Johnny Manos. There's a few reactions. Some people are saying, hey, listen, Overreaction. The world's gone totally crazy. There's another group of people that have gone in total paranoia mode. They are thinking to themselves, hi to everyone that's coming. Hi, Nick. Hi to everyone. There's a group of people that are in total paranoia modes thinking, hang on a second. Spanish flu killed 50 to 100 people in a million, 50 to 100 million in 1918. Um, you know, the language and the dialogue and the approach that's coming from Scott Morrison, Jacinta Ardern is suggesting that this ain't going away kick quickly, that this is here for a while. Hey, Paul Biller. And um, there's a group of people that are sort of just listening by the hour, going online, hey, Matty Pilios, um, and sussing out the latest information as it comes through. Can I give you my personal view? My personal view is that on a scale of 0 to 10, 10 being a problem, it ain't a 10 problem for me. I'll tell you straight. I have had other crises that I've had which have been more certain. It's not like, oh, this may happen. It's been very clear. Hi, Crystal from Christchurch. Hey, that rhymes, Crystal from Christchurch. Um... For instance, cancer, right? So it's been very, very clear a number of times on what the situation is and what are strong potential consequences. And may I add, one of the diagnoses I had was pretty much it's all over Red Rover, which is one of the reasons why I've never really participated in a diagnosis because I haven't actually got that right completely yet. I'm still here and cancer clear. Um, But uh, guys and girls, um, here's my personal view. Um, It is a problem. And people are acting and behaving as if it's a problem. And I have had advice from two people that I have total respect for. One guy has kept me alive for 16 years, a senior person at RPA. And he says, this is a problem. And the reason why it's a problem is that it has a very high infection rate 
and if you are one of the people who is considered immunosuppressant or if you're an older person or if you're a person that's got heart issues or if you're a person that's had diabetes issues that um, it is uh, life-threatening now a lot of people are going to turn around and they're going to say hey yeah but look at the numbers you know it's only a three percent death rate well here's the deal the deal is that if you look at the percentages of the world population millions can actually die worst case scenario best case scenario it will be hundreds of thousands so what do you do you sit there and you focus on what you can control. And what can you control? You can control your damn immune system or get it to as good as possible, which is one of the things I'm gonna be doing. And that is everything I can possibly do to get my immune system to be the best it can be. And what does that look like at a higher level? Um, bloody great exercise, you know, deep sleep from between seven to eight hours every night. What does it mean? Lots of vegetables. What does it mean? Strong on vitamin C, vitamin B, vitamin D, and making sure that I take the Armour Force or the Immuno Booster supplements that they have. Making sure that my stress levels are at the lowest they have ever been, which is hooray, great news, because Tom Panos, after flying close to um, 90 flights this year so far. That's right, it is Jan it's since January and we're only in March that all of a sudden, and I was supposed to be on a flight right now. Right now, I should be on a flight. Lost that fare. Anyway, bottom line is this. The bottom line is this week was going to be Sydney, Brisbane, Cairns, Townsville, back to Sydney, Melbourne, back to Rockhampton, back to Mackay, back to Sydney. And I just made the decision after talking with a senior doctor at RPA Lifehouse, and he actually sent me a text message. He said, I don't think you should be doing it. So I'm the one that actually, uh, and yes, and, veg, and veggies, yes, and veggies. Um, I made the decision. Since then, I can see that conference people and events people have gone down on meltdown. And as for Eric, let me get that out of the way for a moment. As we stand right now, it is business as usual based on the conversation that I had with Eric on Thursday. But I hope that you understand that this is a daily moving challenge by the day. In fact, if you go onto news.com or Telegraph, you will see it's by the hour there is information. And for those people that believe it's all a big media conspiracy, let me tell you, coming from someone that has come from the world, that has come from media, listen to me very carefully. Do you think media wants business to come to a sudden halt? Think about the whole bloody equation for a moment. The way media makes money is to actually get people's eyeballs onto the press so they can actually have organisations like David Jones and Qantas and the Flight Centre and Harvey Norman and every other organisation out there that makes profits to actually spend money with the media, right? That's how they make money. They make money by getting companies to spend. Now, they don't actually want the place to actually go down and just, just 
bloody collapse, right? Because they make money out of companies paying them money. They don't make money by getting paid to put bad news in for a reason, right? They certainly get the attention with bad news, but they don't want the actual economy to go down the drain because they're not going to make money. Drink lots of water. Thank you so much. Mm. So, let me get back to what it means. It means that we make decisions on the things that we've got control of. And at the moment, what we know, if you're in real estate, is the following. That right at this moment, it is business as usual. But it might not be in the middle of this week, which is why I'm going to make a recommendation that came from Brent Illicich from South Australia, who has decided to reach out to his agents and tell them, Properties that we're going to be auctioned on Saturday, if they've got buyers on those properties at the moment, that it might be a good idea to bring those auctions forward and auction them like in the next few days and sell them. Because there may be a situation where on Saturday, based on government legislation, that you won't be able to do the auctions. They might turn around and say, hey, businesses cannot be operating. And then you could sit there and argue and say, well, this is urgent business and what have you. So the bottom line is, if you've got a buyer or if you've got two buyers, you make a pros versus cons and bring the auction forward and get the deal done. That's one of the strategies you might consider if you are an auction vendor that's going to auction on Saturday. So let's focus on what else we can control. We can control improving our immune system and we can certainly control and dampen what is now known and become very popular. And if you don't know about it, you should Google it called the coronavirus curve. So what we clearly know is that the curve, when people don't use social distancing, and when people are not using good hygiene, like washing their hands with either soap and water or with uh, sanitizer, that what actually happens is that the curve of coronavirus is it spikes. And when it spikes, what it means is a lot of people get it and they get it really quickly, like in Wuhan. And what actually happens is this, that when it spikes, the hospital system cannot actually service the people that are sick. So what happens is that the system is pressured and people don't get the treatment they need. Hence, people can die. So what the dampening of the curve's about is that you spread the coronavirus over a longer period of time with less people being impacted by carrying out those two strategies. Now, if you're the sort of person that believes that it's totally over the top, you can still have that belief, but you still practice those two things 
as a responsible person in a community that thinks not just about their damn self, but thinks about other people in the community, right? So you can still have and choose the belief that you want to choose. But what you're doing is you chip in because you're selfless. And what you're doing is you're thinking about the person that is old, that's got diabetes, or the person that is immune suppressant. And all I'm saying to you is, how big a deal is it, my friends, to do that? So, what does it mean in real estate? What does it mean in real estate? Well, it means in real estate that you need to talk to buyers in an intelligent way. So what I'm going to do is give you around seven or eight pieces of dialogue strategies to help you. Let's move on. Right now, and by the way, I did uh, 10 auctions, 80% sold on Saturday. It was a good day. I was surprised that the media and coronavirus had not created a bigger impact on the buyers. Thank you. Yes, I'd like to be the Prime Minister. And I was surprised. And the property sold well, and they sold for good money. And I want to share with you some of the dialogue and language I used on the day, and I'm going to share the dialogue and language I think you need to be using to buyers. Right now, buyers are feeling nervous. Buyers are feeling uncertain. Here is some great dialogue and language to actually help the buyer have clarity. Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, I want to let you know that Warren Buffett is known as the greatest investor of all time. Warren Buffett's advice was always to buy when there is fear and panic in the market and to sell when there is a boom going on. Right at this moment, as a buyer, you're lucky. And that is because there is a little bit of fear that is going to dissipate at some time in the near future. So right now, you have the option to be able to choose a home that you might not be able to choose when the market is strong. And I've got to let you know, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, another reason why you should be looking at real estate right now is this. There is going to be a greater chance I can get a vendor to accept your offer. So when there is fear and uncertainty in the market, what it means is I can get offers accepted for buyers far easier. It also means that you're buying with less competition and you're actually potentially buying in isolation. Because I've got to say to you, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, when it dissipates, there'll be so many more buyers you'll be competing against. The other reason, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, you should be buying is you don't want to fall into that pattern of being a paralysis by over analysis chronic looker. 
you didn't buy last year because you were worried the market was going to crash because what was going on with mortgage brokers and the financial system. You didn't buy in December and January because you were concerned about the bushfires. And now you're concerned about the coronavirus. I'll say to you, sooner or later, you must make a decision for your family based on your life, not based on the markets. And the other thing I'll say is this, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, what we clearly know is the Australian stock market has gone down 27%. What I can tell you is when the stock market goes down, the property market goes up. The stock market has gone down and the property market goes up. Why? Because people resort back to bricks and mortar. People resort back to safety. People resort back to land and property. Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, that's the reason you should be buying real estate right now. At the same time, guys and girls, you've got sellers and you've got sellers at the moment that might be reluctant to actually sell at an offer that you've got. And what I say to those kind of vendors, and I often say this at an auction when I'm in a negotiation with a vendor, is this. Mr. and Mrs. Vendor, right at the moment, we have got buyers. The way things are going with the coronavirus is we don't know how long this is going to go for. And we also don't know whether we're going to have this buyer next week. We might not have this buyer tomorrow. So the question I want to ask you is, are you conservative or are you more the risky type? Because if you're conservative, take the cash. Because cash is king. And then what you can do is actually go out into the market and you can buy a property at a subsequent time at a buyer discount. Because if the market is going to go down, you're actually selling right now and you're buying when the market goes down. So Mr. and Mrs. Vendor, right at the moment, we do have a buyer. Soon, we may not have a buyer. If you're conservative, take the cash. Cash is king. On that point, might I add, I have a lot of, I have a lot of friends that always laugh at me because I do invest in a very conservative way. And I actually always have money that I have left in cash, which is basically sitting in bank accounts. And a lot of people say, oh, but Tom, you know what, Tom, you know, when you've got money in the bank, you're losing money because you're only getting 2% interest. See, I don't think that way. Here's how I think. When I've got money in the bank, I have got opportunity costs up my sleeve because at some point, what actually happens is I can redeploy those funds and I can actually buy discount opportunities that come up 
And that's why cash is king. So a lot of people that think, hey, if you've got money in the bank, you're losing money because you're only getting 2%. Well, hey, that ain't the full picture. The full picture is what do you do with that money when opportunity comes up? For instance, right now, you can pick up Qantas and get 10% yields. Think about that for a moment. 10% yields. You could actually end up buying good blue chip shares that are discounted at close to a third of what they were only a couple of weeks ago. And who knows what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks. So, guys and girls, to the database, let me give you some script to the database. To the database, you can ring up and say, Mr. and Mrs. Vendor, if you were thinking on coming onto the market, like in a few months or six months or even 12 months, we're actually recommending to our clients to come onto the market now because it appears that there are other vendors who are thinking of actually not coming onto the market because they're scared. That basically means that you now are in a situation where you will have the buyer's attention without other vendors having their property in competition to you. So what I'd like to do is, even if you're scared about having buyers coming through and having a full marketing campaign and you've got concerns over coronavirus, let's list your property but not launch it. Let me make it a pocket listing in my top pocket. And what happens is because there won't be many properties around, I can mention your property to a buyer that might be red hot and has got lots of money to spend and we might be able to sell your property for top dollar. Because what I can tell you is properties that sell for top dollar are properties that normally sell because they're being sold in isolation and there is no other competition of other properties on. So what I'd like to do as Taney Jane is saying is run a true off-market sale and only mention to your property to buyers if I think it's suitable. Then what do you do? You sign up the listing and you get control of the listing. And then what happens is as time goes by, the agents that have got the listings will control the market. So that could be another piece of dialogue that you're going to be using. What I'd like to also tell you is that all of a sudden, I've gone from pretty much having every 15 minute block of my time taken up with doing something to me having time because of me cancelling my commitments. This basically means that I'm going to be focusing a lot of my work doing video online streaming real estate gym. What it basically means is this, that for the next 30 days, beginning on the middle of this week, the gym's actually opening up tonight because for the next 30 days, I'm going to be doing a reinvention plan for people that are going to use this period of time to use video and training on demand and online learning and I'm going to be using the real estate gym covering the following topic, topics. Every day, gym members are going to be getting content off me on prospecting, who to call, when to call, what to say, 
the script and dialogue, the different kinds of people that you call on prospecting, how to get over, how to overcome procrastination, paralysis by overanalysis, and how to overcome perfectionism, which is one of the killers to prospecting. I'm going to give you exactly who to call, what to say, and what to say back when people say things to you. I'll be doing that. You'll be getting information and I'll do an autopsy on all social media video and I'm going to be getting giving you examples of what you need to be doing on social media to become a magnetic brand. I'm going to be putting a big focus on video listing presentations and I'm going to give you the ultimate listing presentation on how to handle price, how to get more vendor paid advertising and scripts and dialogues to help you through the crisis that we're going through. In addition to that, I'm going to show you buyer management and great scripts and dialogues to be working with buyers. The real estate gym is now open and I'm letting you know for the next 30 days, and that's going to be beginning the middle of the week, we're going to do a total reinvention transformation plan for all gym members, so join in. In addition to that, I'm going to take on around 20 one-to-one sessions where it's just me and another person it will be done by video and I'll be doing one-to-one -one coaching sessions on video. I'm taking these on because all of a sudden I have the capacity. Of course, I've got others that I'll be doing with pre-existing clients and those that have booked, but I'm going to open it up. If you want to take any of those sessions, you are to email info at tompanos.com.au. Susan will put the email in to the comments box, but I'll repeat it, info at tompanos.com.au and I'll be doing one-to-one -one coaching sessions and my plan in those coaching sessions is to give you a power prospecting session. I'm going to do an autopsy on your business and I'm going to show you some video and social media hacks. Those sessions are $5.95 an hour and you'll book those through email. Guys and girls, I'm going to finish the rant here. I'm going to wish you all the best. And I hope and I pray that what we have right now is a small speed hump. And in the near future, we're going to look back as a bunch of people in unity that were grateful, that acted together, and we were able to actually have very little suffering when we compare it to other illnesses over the last hundred years. That's what I hope. If you are a person of faith, you pray. If you're a person that is not a believer that this is serious, that's good as well. Just practice those two things, social distancing, and of course, in addition to that, great hygiene, and let's dampen the curve. Guys and girls, signing off.